Listener Production. Wall Street stumped by another hot inflation reading. And Aussie shares expected to test record highs this week as earnings season ramps up. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Monday, February the 19th. Welcome to the Comsec Morning Update. Ryan, do you see yourself in the market for a pair of gold basketball boots? No, I wasn't planning on buying those shoes off Donald (laughs) Trump. I wonder what they're going for. Well, he's got a big legal bill at the moment, so quite a lot, I would have thought. It'll be interesting. Just fascinating the way popular culture is really converging with uh, Mr. Trump. But uh, nonetheless, that was an anecdote from the weekend's news stories that had absolutely nothing to do with the share market. Wall Street was undermined by another warmer than expected reading when it came to inflation, this time producer prices. And we saw US stocks lower for the session, the Dow Jones down 0.4, the S&P 500 down 0.5, the NASDAQ down by around 0.8. It was disappointing because in some respects, there were some pretty meaningful winning streaks that were brought to an end as far as the US indices were concerned. Well, certainly we got a hotter than expected US producer prices report, which did undermine the share market, particularly on the back of the troubling core consumer price index. This time around, we got the core producer price index, so wholesale inflation, whereby that lifted more than expected. So we saw that increase by 0.5% in the month of January, well ahead of expectations for a 0.1% increase. And that was the biggest monthly increase since July 2023. So we've now had a couple of consecutive core inflation prints, which would trouble the US Federal Reserve as far as the narrative around its interest rate cut expectations are concerned. Forever, we have been talking about this dynamic when it comes to inflation, that you've got the low-hanging fruit in terms of getting those, specifically the headline readings down. We're definitely at that point now where the discussion around imminent rate cuts is being further and further marginalised. To see the US markets just dipped the way they did on Friday, I, I think was uh, an outperformance. To see the Dow down by just 0.1% and the S&P 500 down by just 0.4%, of course, the tech sector was the where we saw the, the most challenging outcomes. We saw the NASDAQ down 1.3%. But you're, you're talking about the weekly moves. The there. weekly moves, and that was the end of the five-week winning streak. But overall, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is over the week, the, the declines were fairly immaterial. And it seems resilient. There is an underlying confidence that the market seems to have at present, and that's important to to understand. So in terms of the impact on interest rate markets, given what we have seen from time to time with these bond markets, they were uh, reasonably well contained over the course of the day. A two-year government bond up by eight basis points to 4.65%, a 10-year up by around five basis points to 4 0.29%, that could have been a lot worse. It could have, and the markets are now pricing in a 72.7% chance of a 25 basis point rate cut in June. That's down from 81.6%, so markets are continuing to hold on to that expectation around a June rate cut. But the troubling thing with the producer prices report is we saw cost of services such as hospital outpatient care and portfolio management jump. And If you look at the readings around portfolio management, uh, that could be troubling because that feeds into the core 
personal consumption expenditure deflator, which is the preferred measure of inflation of the US Federal Reserve. And those prices of portfolio management and investment advice jumped 5% in January. And of course, that category feeding into along with the healthcare services components into the core PCE could mean that we could see a higher than expected core PCE when that's announced for January at the end of this month. So to put it in very simple terms, this core rate of inflation, it is taking longer to come down, which means that any discussion about interest rates becomes a lot more challenging if they want to keep their credibility intact. So the disinflation process is not immaculate. It's not a straight line. And of course, we're going to see some bumps in the road when it comes to getting prices down and costs down, of not at least of which we've got the issues in the Middle East, we've got the Red Sea shipping freight costs lifting at the same time, that could disrupt supply chains and cost of goods as well. So these are things that need to be thought about. And I suppose to a certain extent, the markets are making this calculation that the uh, tightening cycle is over, right? So what they're thinking about now is like the timing of rate cuts uh, as opposed to rate hikes. So that is an important consideration when it comes to what we just mentioned a moment ago when it comes to the resilience of the market. The thing is, this week we've got an incredibly important earnings report from Chipmaker NVIDIA. That could prove a gut check for one of the market's hottest names and for the artificial intelligence fever that's helped power US stocks ahead this year. So that is released later this week. And of course, on the back of that, that could really move the direction of markets. To that end, there was an important uh, contribution to that picture made on Friday with Applied Materials releasing their earnings numbers. So Applied Materials essentially uh, manufacture equipment for the production of semiconductors. So an important part of the ecosystem. They were expected to deliver earnings per share of $1.91. What they came out with was substantially better than what the market had anticipated. So earnings per share of $2.41. So a big beat in that regard. Uh, and importantly, the margins in their services business were up substantially over the quarter, up by about 28%. And they offered a strong outlook for the second quarter. So that contributed to a nice improvement for applied materials shares. They were up by about 7%. European share markets ended higher on Friday. They hit fresh two-year highs led by mining stocks, which jumped 2.4%. We got some data out of China and also a big focus there was on the central bank after the Lunar New Year holiday. We saw the central bank leave the key policy rates unchanged, but of course they rolled over the maturing medium-term loans and there's a lot of expectation around support for the economy at the moment. So we did see the miners up and also at the same time, German and French stocks extended gains to hit another record high. British retail sales rose by 3.4% in January, the biggest increase since April 2021. That raised hopes that the UK economy will come out of recession quickly. We saw the continent-wide FTSE Euro First 300 index up 0.7%. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 1.5%, the most in four months. Let's just uh, cover off on some of the commodity prices. So oil was a little bit firmer on Friday, up 0.7% to $83.47 for the European benchmark. Gold futures were slightly firmer, up by a half of 1% to 2024 US per ounce. Iron ore futures up by around 0.1% to $129.29 US per tonne. Ryan, this week uh, brings with it a very weighty schedule. So there'll be a whole range of growth measures that'll be released through uh, purchasing manager indices, both in Europe and the United States. The FOMC meeting on Wednesday 
What a cracker. So it's going to be about the minutes this week from the central banks. The RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, also releases its minutes on Tuesday. And the Aussie share market could forge towards a fresh record high this week. It's just 0.5% below that record high at the moment. We have nearly 80 major listed companies scheduled to report earnings over the next five days, including heavyweights like BHP, Rio Tinto, Fortescue Metals, Lendley, Stockland, Woolworths and Qantas. And today we'll be looking at a fairly constrained improvement at the start. Positive, nonetheless, up by around 0.1 of a percent is what the market's expecting. And the Aussie dollar lifted from 64.98 US cents to 65.44 US cents, currently trading around 65.3 US cents. A lot will depend for the Aussie dollar on the wage price index, which is released on Wednesday. We're expecting wages growth of 0.9% in the fourth quarter and the annualised growth rate would be around 4%. It's a big week. Let's buckle up and uh, get through it together. Hand in hand, we'll get there. Have a great day. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.